Welcome to another edition of IWTV Guide, your guide to what's on independentwrestling.tv. I'm Jared Jayhawk Hawkins. I am joined by Jay Gold. Hey, Jayhawk. Everybody, welcome back. Two-week hiatus. We are back and uh, ready to roll. And we also have Marky. Hey, welcome back, everyone. After two weeks, ready again to review another show. So sick, it makes me want to bark like a dog. Huh, huh, huh. <laughs> See, isn't that cool? <laughs> Were you trying to bark like a dog or choke up a hairball? I'm confused. Uh, don't that worry pretty... about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Can I those say it that, was? Those that no, no. <laughs> it was cool. I'll go with it. All right. Yeah, as a brown fan, I'm definitely not a dog barking, and I don't know what the inside joke is. I don't think I want to know. Uh, but anyway, we did take a couple weeks off. Uh, one was planned, one was not. Thank you, guy, for your patience and for joining us. We get back in the groove here. Uh, it's a good. It's a good time to. Uh, to go over this show. The show is light and airy. And uh, I think there's been a lot of turmoil the last couple of weeks going on. Um, you know, we, we were off, I think uh, when that AEW craziness was going on. Um, and now football season is right around the corner and, and it started. And uh, we, we kind of, we kind of ended summer and now we're going to go headfirst into fall with all this stuff. And I think there's a lot of stuff coming out. And uh, wrestling, uh, as far as TV wrestling, it couldn't be hotter. So, you know, even streaming wise, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of stuff going on that we can uh, we're going to be able to wrap our hands around. Yeah, definitely going to be a uh, very unique fall. season, I think there's going to be a lot to talk about, Jayhawk. There's a lot of controversy. There's a lot of uh, odds and ends going on on IWTV. There's stuff, you know, it's all going to be kind of we're going to we're going to be going up against it. I think I think there's going to be a lot of um, um a lot of uh, uh, controversy creates cash type stuff going on in the next uh, few months. And I think we'll be right on top of it. Yeah. Some of it we're aware of, it cannot go public with at this point here, but anyway, we don't get ahead of our no. Correct. All right. So uh, we got a good show to review here today. Uh, to be a night. I can get fun, airy, like Nike, but we got other stuff on IWTV the coming week. Let's go ahead and get into that. What's on IWTV. Wednesday, September 14th, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. It is the premiere of Pro Wrestling Grind, Fear of the Dark. Thursday, September 15th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Live, Wrestling Open, Epico 37. No magic announced for that act of yet, but I'm on the talent on that show. Mark Mark Sterling, Bear Boulder, Brogan Finley, and Crowbar. He's going by Bear Boulder still, even though they changed their name to the Iron Savages. That's what it listed as on the lineup for Wrestling Open, whether that changing between now and then i couldn't tell you it's an alternate it. it's an alternate timeline don't worry about it <laughs> the spider verse saturday september 17th 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern prestige wrestling frequent perseverance airing live hd mac defending the iwtv independent wrestling world championship against sonico kid bandit against malachi black is lifted at being on the show i that subject change i've got all the matches on the card uh, Maki Ito, Trisha Dora, Dark Sheik, Tyler Bateman, Robert Martyr, Tim Team Filthy, and more on that card. Sunday, September 18th, 8 p.m. Eastern. H2O present underrated episode 42. And Sunday, September 18th, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Circle Kick present Fight It, You Scum, airing live. The Circle Kick champion Atticus Kogar defending against Arrow Boy in the main event. Tell you a show that this guy won't be watching. That one. <laughs> oh lord 
I'll be at the uh, Creative Pro Show on Saturday night. Uh, they're going to have Bubba Ray Dudley and the Iron Savages and a bunch of uh, other guys. Um, that's that's on IWTV. Uh, uh, going to be probably released like two or three weeks after. But uh, I'm looking forward to that show Saturday night. It's a big one. And you're truly, along with Home Offic and a couple of other in our circle, will be attending the Paradigm Pro WA doubleheader in Columbus on the 25th. Oh, that's rad. Paradigm is doing, that's the uh, the heavy hitters when we talk to uh, Gary about, right? Correct. That's great. Yeah. Uh, we'll have, we'll go into getting that, I'll, we'll go into that more next weekend. Next weekend, I've looked at the schedule. I don't even know if everything can announce yet. Next weekend, it's stacked. No. Well, I mean, I, I'm hoping that they're, you know, the fall is here. I think it's time to start getting back in the swing of things as far as uh, big shows and, and lots of travel for talent to different areas because people are, now finally staying put, they're going to go to their home arenas to watch these like independent shows. So I think it's time for them to kind of catch up. So that's going to be a good time for wrestling. I love the fall. I love it for, for going to these things. So, okay. With that, let's go ahead and get into the week review. The weekly review. And this week we are covering Lehigh Valley athletic council. Stack Smackdown which aired live on IWTV in August 27th from the Mucic Fest Cafe in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Uh, attendant, I've heard 750, I've heard 800. Place was packed. What a, what a beautiful-looking building, by the way, like, yes. as a venue. This this show, like, really popped. It, I, I got to I gotta admit, it when I put it on, the, it looked so crowded. There looked like, they're honestly, I, that is not, it doesn't feel like an exaggeration. There looked like 700 people in this giant brewing, it looked like it looked, I don't know if you guys have ever ridden the Batman ride from back in the, in the nineties from a great adventure, but they built like an Acme, like uh, a chemical plant. It looked just like that. And it was completely full and the lighting was perfect. It just, it just looked like, and those, I got to give LVAC credit. They, when they bring their fans out, those Lehigh Valley people are so loyal and they love their guys. And they know exactly what to do. And it either feels really family and then it, it can shift on a dime to like more adult wrestling fans. But it, it really is that that was a sight to see when that when that show started that that venue. I agree with Marcy was beautiful. Uh, this show, the show definitely looked good. A crowd was hot for the entire thing like this. Like you, just, you can feel the energy even coming through the TV. That's how hot that crowd was right from the get go. Uh, I do. Find what it- they, they, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Joe. No, I, I do find it interesting that Joe Bosto talked about how every match on this show went long. And with the exception of the main event, there's nothing really long on this show. I think it's just also because of how how much fun the matches are. I think when you're involved, like when it's you're there, you can tell Elvec is specifically there for entertainment. They're not trying to put on a show where they're trying to get over like, you know, some guys uh undefeated run or some real overly serious death match they're there they're like you know what you're coming here we're going to entertain the crap out of you don't worry about stories you know there's a few that thread through our shows but you're going to come here you're going to be entertained and the matches don't feel forced yeah and a show with no championship apparently no interest in management to have championship i'm okay with that eventually you're going to have to wrestle for something uh i mean if they're all they're only running once every three months yeah, I mean, let's let's be realistic here. If we look at the uh, LVAC lineup this year here, they, the Let's Hang Out show on October 21st is going to be their fifth show this year. Um, All I'm saying is Big Dan would look great with the heavyweight title. 
I, that's how much I love Big Dan. And then you can give Lucky and someone else a tag title, and I'd be content. That would be my that would be my second. Elvac is my second favorite independent company, um, but I would say give those give Big Dan the title and let him run with it. Okay. Well, first off, the tag title are going to Gummy Boar, but that's one hundred percent. You know what? You're right. I forgot about Gummy Boar. You're right. I think I think Big Dan should bring his own championship. <laughs> the t- it works for Matt Cardona. The Dan Champion Championship. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying it works. If anybody is listening today, when we go live, when we air this week, Big Dan, Marcy has this idea. It's trade. It's she hasn't trademarked it yet. But I would say the Big Dan Champion Championship would be. You know what? You sold me. I, I might get to work on trying to make that belt. We should get Lash on the phone. Bosto, I know you're listening. Pitch that. Pitch it. <laughs> Genius, Marcy. Genius. Sometimes I get them. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into the show itself here. We open with the scramble match. Common MK versus Blackstrom versus Pancake versus Jechigori versus La Chica Clara Carrera versus Granakuma. Yo, how sick was it that Common used Ken from Street Fighter's theme as his music? That shit ruled. Yeah, he got Street Fighter music and he got the MK initials for like Mortal Kombat, which... What was the last time? out though. Now, what was the last time Akuma's wrestled? I mean, that is that is a uh, um, a legend in the uh, Chikara, uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania uh, world of wrestling. Uh, well, let me take a quick look. Uh, last match cage match had for him September 14, twenty nineteen. So just about three years. Assuming assuming that record complete. Yeah, I, I remember Akuma was in uh, was in the uh, Chikara Block and Fido game. If you guys ever played that on the cell phone, uh, that one, that, that game made me learn all the, all these different Chikara pieces, Gargano and Donst and Akuma and uh, um, Dasher and the ice creams. They had so many guys in that game. And when I, when I first started going back to, when I first went to AIW and I met Donst and I said, you know what? I go, you look so familiar. I remember playing with you in block and Fido. That game was so much fun. Uh, it, it just, it, you know, he was, Akuma was in one of those games and that was the only time I got really exposed to him. So it was good to see him wrestle on this show. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to have a bad scramble match. And this, obviously this was a really good one. Uh, we had Jagori tr- biting the antenna of Common's mask. I, I don't know if he was trying to ruin the radio signal, what he was doing with that. That was a little unusual. They really like that Pancakes fellow. I've seen Pancakes at a few shows. They, uh, everybody loves that dude. Yeah, he made a he made an uh, unscheduled appearance on the last minute substitute at old wrestling uh, under the name Flapjack. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, nice smoke surprise there. I do like I do like pancakes quite a bit. Uh Clara literally did a double leg into a jackknife pin to Blackton for her first move of the entire match, and the crowd chanted the count like it was gonna be the finish. Like okay, this crowd will caught for everything right off the bat. I had a five-way commission. Everybody's going to circle. Break Rimford gets the referee. He's in the middle of the circle trying to keep somebody going to commit out of that. And as I said, by the way, Jayhawk, which I still I still am waiting for you to get on some of these shows, but it looked to me like all of these referees on this show were variants of Bryce Remsburg. And I think there were only two refs. They looked exactly alike. The other referee did not look that much like Bryce Remsburg. Yes, on. he did. He was bald. He had a little beard going. It was a Bryce Rensburg variant from like Earth 67 or whatever. And I, you can't tell me different. So Bryce would like admit uh, his head shaped differently, though. Just a little different. Just a little bit. 
Wait, didn't he also have a mustache? Okay, Dan, Dan Yost looks nothing like Bryce Remberg. The shaved head, like all they've all they got together. That's the only thing. It's a variant. It doesn't have to look it's exactly a- like him. <laughs> Did Crocodile Loki look like like Tom Hiddleston? No, it's still a variant. <laughs> You can see the look on my face right now, people. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, uh, Jagori breaks up the commission circle with a, with a Kiri Kastomp and Diamond Joe Leonard on commentary to ask why he didn't just try to pin the pile. Actually, a very good question. That's why they paid Joe Posto the big bucks. Diamond Joe. Yeah, so everybody got mad at Jagori for breaking up the commission, so they all go after him in the corner. I love the fact they busted out the rowboat spot. I have not seen the rowboat spot in freaking years. That was great. They really do dive deep into like the archives when they wrestle these shows. It's 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 really quite enjoyable. The robot spot reminds me of the mini matches from like the late seventies, early eighties. Like I love that spot. The minis, oh yeah, yeah, like Tiger Jackson and uh, whoever else. I'm I'm going back further than that. I'm talking like Skylo Low and Haiti Kid. Haiti Kid, that's right. Akuma gets the commission on Jagori with a modified ring scatter and gets the win in ten thirty. Scramble matches are a great way to open the show. You're not going to get a clackic five-star wrestling match out of it, but you're going to get something that's just fun, get the crowd into it right off the bat. Like, I love when Scramble Match and Copen show. It's, and it's, f- the per- it's the perfect way to start a show. And false finishes in a five-way scramble are always, are always fun because you get different pinning combinations where nobody really knows if that's going to be the pin. And it, it just makes everybody kind of excited for every time someone goes for a pin. From there, we have tag team action. Gummy Boar taking on Rex Wallach and Little Mean Kathleen. Uh, gummy boar is awesome and uh the boar's bump card is pretty empty thing uh, from this show too i'm gonna go with i think i counted one, one. yes yeah i had that <laughs> in my notes <laughs> oh. one bump for the boar yeah yeah we, we try to get adam van on the show to confirm that for scheduling didn't wind up working out but i that sounds about right i the boars as close works as close to a old-fashioned i i would say almost like a a, uh, a honky tonk man in his mid sixties uh, type of match, making that kind of day, like uh, appearance at an old high school gym. When it comes to bumping, he's just an expert at it. Yeah, I, I I'm a firm believer in work smarter, not harder. And the boy works smarter because he doesn't bump if he doesn't have to. <laughs> I was gonna say he doesn't work at all. It's better that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. Come on. Oh, I'm just kidding. I love the boar. He's a big, scary dude. I also don't want any part of that. <laughs> that, that was pretty much my thing. Well, quite frankly, <laughs> his legs are bigger than my whole chest. I am not <laughs> starting with that. We got the, got the airplane spin busted out in this match. I don't understand why we don't see more airplane spins. It's a visually exciting move. I think it's hard to, I mean, have you ever come out of an airplane spin, even like wrestling around with like a family member? It, it, you just, you're just so dizzy. There's only very it's, few people who can find themselves after that. And that's and part of what makes the move so effective. Like everybody has fun around in a circle and seen what the effect is. So you know it works. But you're also doing that to yourself also. So like. Yeah. That's why I always wonder how Cesaro or Claudio gets himself into the sharpshooter right out of that airplane spin. I'd be on my face after that. I, or, also, I mean, like, the big, the big swing. Like back in the day, was it Brian Dennis? And like. 50 of them to homicide in that cage match in the Ring of Honor. I was there. That was cool as fuck. Wasn't it also Claudio doing it to Grizzly Redwood a hundred times? Didn't he didn't he do it a hundred or he did. Yeah, he did it a hundred times. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
was that King of Trios? Oh, what year was that? Oh nine? Let's say oh nine. It couldn't be it couldn't be much later than that. Well, yeah. they were in WWE by by ten or eleven, I think. So no, because yeah, no, two thousand no, yeah, it's two thousand I am like ninety nine percent sure that was two thousand nine. Okay, so get a fun little tag team match here. Come like, forward. I like how no, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I liked how in the beginning they were doing the whole like running off against each other and Erica Erica Lee proving that she's just a fucking hoss anyways against <laughs> <Yeah>. Rex Wallace. <laughs> made my fucking day. They're just good. They have that it's a chemistry that you can't um you can't, you know, uh duplicate and it you know, they work. They the gimmick works. The 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 their costs, you know, their their tights are shiny and bright and nice and you know, they just they just work and they come out and they make you smile. And how much more can you ask of that? And Rex Lawless is a big meaty dude. Um, I'd like to see Rex on a lot more stuff. He's he just he has the physique for you know television wrestling. Four pins Lawless following the doo doo death drop ten twenty nine. I can't believe that's the name of the move, and I have to pay that. Does that count as a bump? If you, if you bump yourself, I don't count that like a bump. Uh it's a good question. It's a good question. We gotta, we gotta get like a um, gotta get a ruling on that. Well, we'll get Van or Sposto on Twitter to give us a ruling on it. Or they can or they can even give the the ruling verbally on that odd this week. I'll, I'll take that, too. But. Correct. Yeah, but I, in my opinion, if you bump yourself, it's not a bump. But you still, okay. I, I mean, as long as you're hitting the mat, I see the mat, argument right? either way. As long as you're hitting the mat, doesn't that cons- constitute a bump? Uh, yeah, we, we need an official ruling from, from the ad odds crew on that. But in my, my opinion, if you bump yourself, it's not a bump. Okay. I woke, I worked a show with Rhino once right before they did the last brand split in WWE and Rhino was still doing some shots for NXT and he's working a six man tag and he's going, but I don't feel like taking a bump tonight. I'm not going to take any bump. And Tommy Dreamer was also in the match and was kind of working for WWE a consultant at the time and go, you know, they said they're going to take like, like six guys from NXT for this draft on two. Then he go, all right, maybe one bump. I love that story. I'm sorry. <laughs> and a little me, Kathleen turned on Rex Wallach after the match. We'll see if they remember that come let's hang out. But they seemed very reluctant as partners, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure why they were together. Um, I was trying to I kind of was bouncing in and out of the commentary of that of that one just because I was just like hearing something different. But um did they mention why they were teaming up or no? Not if to they, my knowledge. Yeah, if they did, I didn't catch it. Uh, you know, okay. we're, we're gonna rule it, uh, you know, there's a circumstance. <laughs> circumstance indeed okay so at this point diamond joe leonard you can come from commentary and kevin ford gets joined by ian riccaboni and we need ian riccaboni on more IWTV content that if made me have- very happy he's yeah. like he's one of my favorite commentators he's really yeah. good yeah he's terrific he really is yeah. gotta meet Ray- ian riccaboni at the first star cast i really like that dude he's from that area too yeah he's he, from allentown actually and he, the match he is going to join commentary for is Atomic Super Thunder Frog against Puff. I'm in Sutherland against Puff Corner, and he thinks he will give a kid a $2 bill for every two count, but he only has like five of them, so pin him quickly. <laughs> Don't do too many. I, 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 I like Puff. I was trying to figure out what was going on with um, uh, uh, Thunder Frog. What, what, what was the gimmick where Thunder Frog was? was he, who, who was his like best friend and he was killed? Was it Jervis? In Chikara, that is my bl- that is my uh, blank spot as far as Chikara goes. So yeah, I could swear that it was it was Jervis and Thunderfrog were like a team together. Was he from Estonia, or am I confusing? Like 
he he actually wrestled as Estonian Estonian Thunderfrog. That's what I point. thought. I just I wasn't I wasn't sure enough to commit to it. Well, the boar was the proletariat boar of Moldova. Yes. So right, you know, it couldn't be better than that. I was trying to do a quick search here and see if I could find Thunderfrog and Jervis team, and so far I'm coming up empty. But no, oh, actually, hold on. Yeah, they teamed up. They teamed up some. Yeah. Okay. That answers that question. Yep, I dig it, and I, I think I, I think Puff. Um, you know, I'm always exasperated with how well Puff moves. So that was uh, the match was it was fun. They they both know what they're doing in there. It's fun. The the little hammer is great. That gimmick's hilarious. Thunderfrog yeah. got suplexed to the outside, and that was really sick. Yeah, and true to his word, Simon Sutherland is actually handing out two dollar bills to kids in the crowd. Uh, I do like the fact that Thunderfrog had like this little tiny plastic chair. <laughs> That you can't even see on camera because it's so small. Still, and, that was the most brutal chair shot ever. He, he hit Sutherland <laughs> with that Sutherland photo like he was dead. Like, it was freaking great. Finish comes when Thunderfrog goes for a sunset flip. Puff just gets on him for the pin in 916. Sutherland did not run out of $2 bill. But Thunderfrog is nearly dead because Puff sat on him. Puff's a big dude. So Puff actually performed TBR to resuscitate him. <laughs> but, but he didn't turn into a prince. <laughs> No one, no one said I, Thunderfrog used to be a print. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's just, he's, I'm pretty sure he's more of a Norse Thunderfrog as opposed to the, oh, I just the thought, typical. I just yeah. thought, thought if you kiss any frog, they just turn into a prince. Whoops. <laughs> I, I'm going to go I ahead guess, and say, I think that's not correct. Guess I messed <laughs> don't up do the, that. Guess I messed up the lore. Whoops. <laughs> don't, did, did kiss, you, uh, don't kiss frogs, anyone. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did you not see the pregnancy in the frog? Sometimes you turn into a frog if you try that. Well, then why did Puff turn into a frog? <laughs> I Puff should have taken his power and became Thunder Puff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not too late. The next Elvac show hasn't happened. What if Puff is like Rogue and he and and Puff gives CPR to Thunder Frog and he steals his power? Then you really have something. I love where you're throwing out ideas. You know they're going to use one of these just, just like a rib. God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're listening and they use them all. all right, we finish off the first half of the show with tag team action. Trinky Williams and uh, Kickman tag team action. Trinky Williams and the Batiri against Eddie Kingston and the Spectral Envoy. Uh, yeah, uh, Trinky Williams and Eddie Kingston opposite sides of a match. Like You're going to have a very hard time not having a good match just based off of that. I bet you got the Spectral Envoy and the Batiri in this as well. I love appreciate, all these guys. Appreciate Tracy Williams committing and actually doing the face paint too. Yeah. That's the thing. That's a, that's that's the that's what LVAC is. The, they will go and do, you know, they go that extra mile. They will go, you know, if they're a team full of guys with face paint, they're all going to wear face paint. And I, I love that about it. I, that's that's another thing to love about LVAC. This this match also has one of my favorite old like Chikara spots when they do the arm ringer. And they keep switching around and around until like they accidentally take your own partner. And that was like, it, it made me feel really nostalgic. Yeah. The, water, yeah. the water pump spot. I love that spot. It, it is so nostalgic. Everything that LVAC does, they go into the archives and they give you a few pieces. These guys don't forget where they came from. And, you know, it's that part of it. I, I, I find so endearing. I lost track of how many, t- uh, how many times I saw Lord Golton again. Uh, Preston Steel version of Doink the Clown at an independent show, and they did that water pump spot every single time, and it was always good for a pop. Like, it never missed. Like, I love that spot. Yeah, absolutely. 
I honestly, honestly, I was just watching this match. I did not take a lot of notes. Anybody have any thoughts on this match? No, was, I mean, this it was what it needed to be. This was like, this was just definitely more of a match for the fans. This wasn't like, this wasn't trying to be more than it had to be. This was like, it was fun. Correct. That's exactly right. Dr. Lonvor and Eddie Kingston get the win eight minutes and 51 seconds. And then we get Eddie on the microphone putting over Larry Queenie and then pretty much everybody else on the card. Well, that's the thing. You know, you know, he was going to do that. And that's what's so admirable about Eddie. But um, that's that's the book. If you don't just get a match, you get a nice long promo at the end. And he puts guys over. That's the best part. You want the other you want when he leaves. You want everyone to be like, yeah, he gave us this. This guy, these guys are okay in his eyes. And you want to I mean, like it's 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 really quite, you know, something to see guys get back like that. And, And Eddie never, ever fails to remember where he came from. So. Uh, to forget where he came from. He just knows exactly, you know, where his bread is buttered. And he, he always gives, you know, those, that company and any company he's been in AIW, you know, he never forgets. And, and that's, that's a cool part about what he is. So we come back from intermission. Commissioner Chris Reject comes out with Billy Avery. They've got a table uh, cut up in the ring and reject like uh i didn't ask for the table get it out of the ring billy avery is going to be my table so bill avery just getting on all four for like the entire length of the promo they bring out hydra hydra given the option of putting it mac on the line in a tag team match at the let's hang out show on october 21st or he fired so hydra signed for the match then he hit reject from behind and reject somehow ends up with a head in a bucket this took a lot longer than it it took a lot longer than it did for me to explain it, and it comes off a lot better if you actually watch it than me explaining it. <laughs> I actually enjoyed this, but I, when I complained, it's like, that really does kind of sound stupid, but no, it came off really well. Look, the best things in wrestling are usually stupid, and that's why I love it so much. <laughs> that's, uh, that's totally true. I love that. That's a good way to think of it. When we get to that point where Billy Avery just had enough of correct reject crap, like that crowd's going to explode. We then have tag team action. Rager Wing and Ultimo Ant taking on Havoc and Myung Jae Lee. I hope I didn't butcher that name. Like I hope I didn't butcher that name. But Razor Wing, don't, don't we mean um, um, Axiom? I was just, <laughs> didn't he steal that gimmick from Axiom on NXT? <laughs> uh, probably the other way around more accurately, but I don't know. I don't know. Marcy, come on. I think uh, Axiom's been around a little longer there, Jayhawk. He has, doesn't Axiom have the power of math on this side, or am I thinking of someone else? <laughs> no, I think. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did no, I, just I make, think he does. Did I head count pow- that? Or <laughs> the power of math? I'm like, wait a minute. He has the power. So he keeps changing his comic book gimmick. I don't know if it's math, but that's very funny. If he did have the power of mathematics. Go <laughs> right, so fun little tag team match here. We got some good solid wrestling for the first four minutes or so until Rager Ring and up getting the Ricky Morton role of fake and peril. Uh, I will say that everything seemed to be a little, uh, like a half a step off once Automobile Ant came in off the hot tag, but I can't put my finger on what the cause of it was. It just felt like everything was just kind of half a step off for some reason. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, sometimes the chemistry just doesn't click in, you know? Yeah, but I will have it getting Rinker Ring in a form of a Cobra Clutch for the Commission 1105. Ever tried to remove the Mac after the match, but... Uh, Baltimore Ant prevented the match from coming off. Uh, fun little tag team match. Got a little, little clunky there near the end, but not, not enough for me to hate it a bad match. I enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. We then go into our semifinal. It is scheduled to be Davey N against Gabby Ortiz, but we get a surprise entry into this match making a triple threat, and it's Willow Nightingale. Yeah, my daughter's my daughter's favorite wrestler, uh, Davey Ann. 
uh, when it go when it comes to indies because she's always at Creative Pro and she's she's very cool to the kids. Um, but she uh, also she, she, her eye makeup look in this match was a plus. She she's a bad ass. Like honestly, she goes in there and just throws bombs. And they they are three of my favorite women on the independent scene right now, all in the same match. I was really digging this right from the beginning. Yeah, I, Willow Willow just brings out that. She just has an aura around her that's that's unlike the others. She's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Willow, fantastic. Davian, fantastic. Gabby's still green, but you, she works hard. Oh, I, I definitely enjoy all three of these women. Uh, the Dunk end up being two fake and one heel, which is kind of a weird dynamic for a three way match. I think it seem to work better if you have, ideally, you should have a heel, a fake, and a tweener, but a two heel and a fake kind of work well. That would be pretty be my only grip with this one. Uh, the glorified one-on-one at least make some sort of sense in this one, but anytime it, yeah, the other two are in the ring, Davy is getting rid of one of them, just throwing them out of the ring, or at least make, or at least does make a little bit of sense in that case. Finish comes when Davy pins Ortiz after doing a baseball slide into both women into the ring post. Eight minutes and twelve seconds. Good for what it was. Agreed. Yeah, well, like I said, this this um, <clears throat> it gave the fans what they wanted. Every, I think everyone was excited just to see Will Nightingale. So like. Her just being there was a bonus for this, and and the match worked. You don't have to be so quiet there, Jay Gold. You can chime in here. Oh, I, I I was going like trying to flip through my notes. I don't think you know. I I, I the match was good. I mean, I I, it, I was more hyped for the main event. Um, you know, I, I you know I watched it as what it is, and and Willow and Davian are great. So yeah, I have no, I don't have any real commentary for this one. And then our main event: eight Perkin tag team action. Big Dan Champion, Logan Easton LaRue, Lucky 13, and Vita Von Starr with Sidney Bacabella taking on Abby Jane, the world-famous TB, Delirious, and Orange Cackney. So I love Dan Champion and, and, and Lucky 13 in, in, in LVAC. They're the best cartoon villains. They are, the, the, that whole team reminded me of, what was the Wacky Olympics team with like Snidely Whiplash and all those? That's who they reminded me of, the bad guys in the Wacky Olympics cartoon. <laughs> the really like, rotten. Yes, that's them. They will always be to me like that dog that kind of <laughs> like like chuckles to himself. That would be Lucky 13 if I was going to pick one. And Big Dan is an absolute cartoon villain, and they know exact their roles at LVAC are perfectly fleshed out. Everyone knows what to do when they come out. I absolutely love them in these roles, and I, I am a huge, huge Big Dan fan and Lucky Thirteen fan. It just, I, it just doesn't matter where they are. I love when they heal it up, and I love when they're they're. I love a little bit of comedy that they bring to it. I love the fact we threw out we got a Laugh Olympics episode. The Laugh La- Olympics. So That's right. Laugh such Olympics a re- reference on, on a wrestling podcast. Such such <laughs> a relevant reference. Absolutely, that's what they are. They are the they are the the villains in the Laugh Olympics. <sighs> And 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 Big Dan's feud with Orange Cassidy is it has spanned generations and it is funny every time Orange Cassidy sticks it to Big Dan. There might not be anything better in wrestling than the fact that you know, you know anyway, even though you hope for it not to be, that Big Dan is going to be humiliated by Orange Cassidy every time they're in the ring together. Eventually they have to book the one-on-one match, and I cannot wait for that. But Big Dan's going to lose, so I don't. I can't ever. I can't recall a time he's ever won. To be honest, in Ovac, I don't think he. Ha- I think they mentioned that on commentary actually that he hadn't won in Ovac yet. 
That's right. More the reason for him to bring out the Dan Champion Championship. <laughs> we can lose the first match in. I don't no, know about that. No, no he does. He never defends it. He just carries it with him. <laughs> he, he, he can at least claim that he defended the belt in Rio de Janeiro. Who's going to know? Exactly. He can say that when he went to Lithuania in the Olympics, he defended the big Dan champ champ against, you know, whoever. And that's what I, why he wears the Lithuania, you know, uh, tribute shirt when he does his big Dan merchandise. It all works. We can make this work. We can flesh this out perfectly and make it work. If anybody wants our, our, our phone numbers, you can DM us and we'll give you this for free. <laughs> you know, he does wear our phone the, numbers uh, or the information. No, the information, the information. Yeah, he does wear the uh, 1992 Dream Team basketball outfit type of deal. Like he could, he Correct. could, he, he could make the title like a medal instead of a belt. And that's that's why that outfit, whether he wears, are always. I, when I first started seeing him wear those, I popped big time because that is so nostalgic, and I love the '92 Dream Team. Like the whole outfit, it looks perfect. It, it is the perfect shirt. I love it. Like his, he sells them too. Like just, I love it. So I think he. He knows what his gimmick's supposed to be, and I and it's just it's terrific. Yeah, we do get a neat little spot where Orange Cackley is trying to put the hand in the pocket, and Logan Ethan Larue keep knocking the hand out of the pocket. They spend like a minute and a half on that, and the fans eat it up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, what you want to about Orange Cackley gimmick? And it's not my favorite gimmick in the world. I'm not going to lie, but Orange Cackley go good at it, and the crowd are always go into it. I'll, I'll admit, like it may not be my thing, but I'm not going to argue with it. No, and he knows exactly who he is. And, you know, I, I think it, it's, it, it's a gimmick that can last because he knows who he is. And, and there's so many little variants you can put into that gimmick. So, you know, no wonder people love it so much. There's always something new, his new T-shirt or a new hand gesture. Or when you watch him roll into the ring so slowly. I mean, there's so many pieces that he can build off of that, that gimmick. Yes, some people don't get it, but it also can't get old. It's, it's pretty good. I, I love it so much. Yeah. If Cheeseburger ends up at the fake imperial. He gets beat up on for a long time. They take a, a really long match. Eventually, Delirious gets the hot tag. Things start to break down. Orange Cackley ticket that he's going to do the big dive on everybody, but Dan Champion stops him, and Abby Jane is going to be the one doing the big dive on everybody. Uh, uh, Delirious has to be what, like 80? Oh, come on. He's been around forever. He's been around for a while, but 80. And, well, I'm exaggerating to get the point across, but um, what about the fact that he doesn't wear shoes at his advanced age? I mean, that is something. He has strong feet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a curious question here, Jay Gold, and there's a reason I'm asking it. Uh-huh. Exactly oh, how God. old are you? I am 44. Okay, Delirious is younger than you and I are, so <laughs> I don't think we have any right to call him an old man. <laughs> Well, he's been around the business for a while, so, you know, he feels a little bit older. But apologies to old Delirious said that I thought he was oh. older than me at this point. Delirious has been wrestling from 2002 for what it's worth. Feel, I feel every year of it. <laughs> feel every <laughs> Again, everything's breaking down. Uh, Skinny Bacabella comes in with a can in his pocket and Orange Cackley ripped his hair off. Oh, either, that was not, either, either that was not Skinny Bacabella's real hair. We call scalping live on IWTV. Look, I'm not sure which. Orange Cassidy <laughs> is deceptively strong. You don't think much because he's just he's lazy, but like when he turns it on, he can he can just pull it all out. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was so certain that with Kenny Bacabella's real hair too. Like doesn't doesn't look fake or wi- like a wig at all. He really does look like Porter O'Shea 
but like a shaved version of Porter O'Shea. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. I, I just, I, he looks like a thumb. And like when Porter kind of shaves his face and stuff, he looks like a thumb. But the both of them, honestly, they could, they could finish like, you know, a hand, like if they needed to be a costume for Halloween, they could be fingers or something. Cause they just, Bacabella's head is perfectly round and his body is almost ovally. Um, and he plays the bad guy and whatever he is the best possible way. My daughter tried to hit him with an umbrella and he hung in there. I thought she was really going to hit him once, but uh, he's, he's very unlikable and uh, uh, he looks like a thumb. <laughs> what a glowing review for a person. Yeah. <laughs> I think he would want that. <laughs> he didn't let himself get beat up by an eight year old girl. He tough. She was six at the time. <laughs> he, he hung in there. <laughs> That's when they're their most dangerous. You're correct. They don't even they don't know that, you know, they're gonna put the hurt on you. Finish come when Delirium hits Shadow Cover Hell on Big Dan Champion and all four fake cover for the pin. 21 minute and 29 seconds. My favorite match, definitely my favorite match of the show. Just a lot of fun. Of course. That I wouldn't expect anything else from that match than the term just fun. It really was. Yeah, so it's like, once again, it's not just like a throwback to those like old, old Chikara, like eight man main events. I was very, I was very fond of this match. I mean, the setting, the like the characters, the entrance ramp, the, you know, the whole thing, like it just worked. And this match I could have watched for, you know, an hour and a half. And anytime Big Dan, again, he gets into it with Orange Cassidy, it's rewarding as a fan. So yeah, it was, the, the match was terrific. I don't think we're going to surprise anybody with our answer here if they've been paying attention, but where are we going? Thumb up, thumb down, thumb in the middle. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. We needed a good thumbs up after the last two weeks. I'm very happy we gave this show. We got a chance to see it and do it. Yeah, that's going to make it unanimous. That's, again, just a fun two and a half hours or so. Like, and, and, and I think that, that's a lot of it, too. It's just the perfect length of a show, perfect amount of matches, nothing overstated. Welcome. I'm glad I'm glad IWTV picked them up because, uh, you know, the the one at um, the the one at the drive in last year's let's um, um, at the at Mahoning was tough to eventually see because you had to buy the DVD and then they eventually started streaming on IWTV. So I'm glad that they have a um, some sort of streaming service where they're picked up that they can show off what they have because it is it's very impressive. It's very it feels like a family and an Ultramantis and, and Sposo and all those guys, they all kind of present very well so it, it's just it's what independent wrestling should be yeah depending on exactly when it falls next year we may need to do a, an iwtv guide road trip to the drive-in but hell yeah i would love to yeah depending on depending on exactly when that falls next year mm-hmm. and we hope we hope that you end up falling back to us next week we have not figured out what we're doing for next week yet we'll figure that out over the course of the next couple of days yep let's go ahead and start getting things wrapped up mark do you have anything you need to plug this week Yes, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at eGirlFemboy, boy spelled B-O-I. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash eGirlFemboy. Um, listen to my other podcast, X-Over, our review of Batman Forever, a.k.a. the horniest Batman movie ever, will be out by then, so check that out. And that's everywhere you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at RefJayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk1539, Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash RefJayhawk. I've been off of that for a couple of weeks here, but I got some, I should have some time this weekend actually get a couple of streams in WWE 2K22 working on a 1984 universe mode. 
Philadelphia Spectrum show will be the next one I stream. Should be Friday night, hopefully. If you not, like that game? It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to the AEW game because it's going to be a little bit more arcadey and won't take itself as seriously, but. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll be changing the box cover. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're going to go that far with it, but. Although they, they changed the pay per view poster, so who knows? Uh, any, anyway, uh, you can all go find me this coming Saturday night at the Ohio Renaissance Center in Youngstown, Ohio. I'll be refereeing for Real Action Pro Wrestling Back to School Show. Hopefully, re- they, hopefully they have a second referee this time around. Like I'm getting too old Iron Man this shit. I was really hoping <laughs> you were going to say at the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> you know what? That would be cool as fuck, though. If anybody's running a wrestling show at the Renaissance Fair in 2023, freaking DM me on Twitter. Or email me at refjhawk at gmail.com and hook me up with that information. I will fucking be there. That's why has, Marcy and I, why Marcy no and I would like that. to do play-by-play. Yes, Marcy, you and I will do play-by-play if they hire Jayhawk. Yeah, I, I guarantee we will dress medievally. <laughs> yeah, Does that mean, doesn't that mean I just get to dress like a whore? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not going to say no. Yeah, yeah. How would a referee dress for that, though? I don't, that, would be the one, that would be the thing I'd be wondering. What what that are the a, what are the medieval referee dress like? You'd have to you'd have to wear like almost like a tunic, like kind of that like look like one of the guys who open up those hear ye hear ye type collar outfits, you know, with like a, a tri- like almost like a throw over jacket that goes down to your knees with like tights underneath and like little boots. I think that's more of what they would, yeah. But it's still gonna be the black and white stripes. That's right. They still have to be black and white. Exactly. Now we're thinking outside the box. What if I dress like an executioner? What are you? 13, 13 and a half? All right, I watched Robin Hood Men in Tights the other day, if you can't tell. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay Gold, what you got coming up here? What do you got to plug? Uh, let's see. Tomorrow, uh, you can find me on Twitter at jaygold 12 uh, Tomorrow, I'll be home supervising a contractor putting in a wall into my basement because there are mice. Um, otherwise, you know, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen to us. And I will say, I, I, I presented IWTV Guide to my office last week. I did a presentation on us. So I'm hoping that maybe we'll get some more listeners um, from the New York area. Um, don't forget about the merch store over at Brainbuster Tees. Our podcast friends, Wrestling Cheers, Pod Van Dam, the super fantastic podcast. If you catch my grip, the A Show at Odds with Wrestling X over with our very own Marcy, and the card is going to change. Our other friends, I uh, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of IWTV Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio. Big Starks brand, Set Tab Photo, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, and the Florida Office of Kayfabe Collectibles. Uh, it's a busy week. That is all I got for today. And at the late great Bobby Heenan once said, Thank goodness for next year, huh, Raw? Indoor plumbing, come to Oklahoma. <laughs> all right. Enjoy your enjoy some independent wrestling. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. This some easy shit. Yeah, this too easy. Yeah, left. Yeah, nigga like me, so season my seeds at the season you see me and see us. Yeah, nigga don't even believe in the shit. I be speaking, y'all geek in the beat, yeah. Yeah, better not reach for the heat, cause the heat and squeeze, they meet in the reaper. Yeah, better just feed us the feed, be defeated. The heat need a freak, but I feed her. Young nigga like me in the V in the seat, no key, cause the star he don't need one. Set shot, now we plotting the speed up. Need my Frank is like Kirk and the Reaper to put toes to re up, yeah. I fuck the fortune and eat up, yeah. If you were dressing the speaker, yeah. Bars in the mirror like Lisa, I'm trying to set the team, no time for no leader. Talking heavy, he better be better. We never seen pressure, we racked up on cheddar cheeks, but if he. Don't get the wellin' and tellin', we know it's all bark in this pedigree Let me s- I think I, yeah I think I, yeah
I think I might just be different from niggas, ain't feeling you niggas Bitch, at I'm all. Bitch, I'ma get so pistol hoe, mumble sauce, chicken poe. Niggas know if I get going, they gon' have to keep me off it go. I think I might, bout to blow, I think I might. Tell that hoe you gotta show, you never know if you my type. I treat this shit like it's mad, and if it need to happen, press all my dog on spin. I treat this shit like I know that I'm him. I treat this shit like I'm late on the rent again. I treat this shit like the plug, not no middleman. I treat this shit like I ain't looking back. Oh, this ain't one, but then no back and forth, we just deal with them, feel me, and that'd be that. I treat this shit like I really was chillin' If they want their villain, I might be Nigga, look at this school We just put up a million again on the motherfucking tight beat She know I ain't the type to be living my life For some life from a sight Don't get hype for no post Bitch, I'm the GOAT Chillin' my coats It ain't no coast I do the most <laughs> These niggas capping in captions He ain't by that action You said you the man, bro And you see him in person And felt this ain't working I guess it look good for the gram, no On my pennies, I got him the hard way Girl, my life is just pussy and parlay PG nigga should ball at the Barclays PG nigga, I used to rock all day All day Girl, it's 11 o'clock, the party done started. What are you talking about? You just got here. No, no, I can't do no more. The party done started. I'm gone. I'm leaving your ass. I told you to be here. You late. I don't give a fuck. I'm out. The party here. Bye, bitch. It's a, it's a, it's a Bye, bitch.